Good evening. We began with the song Better Together, the official 2022 World Cup song. I'm not a podcast by myself. I'm here together with Herman and Ernest. As you already know, I'm your only or one of the few Nottingham Forest fans in Ghana. And we also have Herman to introduce himself. Right. Uh, good evening, listeners. Uh, it's good to be back. As you know, I support Tottenham Hotspur, And we, have, we are the only team with two key players combining to produce the most goals and assists in the Premier League. And that's Kane and Son. Thank you. And not looking to be all done, we'll have Ernest. Hi, I'm Ernest. I'm a Barca fan and I covered the Barca women's team. Barca is coming to the Europa League as well, so <laughs> I guess we'll have interesting things to talk about in that area. Yes, we would. And we have a lot of interesting things to talk on this show. For this show, we are covering Group E. The group consists of Japan, Germany, Spain, and Costa Rica. Two World Cup champions in this group. Unfortunately, only the top two will go. Let's begin. We begin with the team Japan, the Blue Samurai. But before we begin talking about the team, let's have a trivia. The trivia is going to be in the form of my name is. I'm going to give three clues. And if you know who I'm talking about, just interact with the answer. Contestants, can we start? Yeah. I am French and have coached Japan. I coached Ivory Coast, Nigeria, Burkina Faso, and South Africa. I led Japan to their first ever World Cup win. Who am I? You have to begin with my name is, and then you say the answer. Okay, for me, I don't know. Okay, so NS is out. <laughs> my name is <laughs> Philip Trossier. Well done. Yes, as we, we said, we we're talking about Japan. They've qualified for the last seven World Cup matches, and qualification comes to them easily. Interestingly enough, Japan qualified to the knockout round in 2018 on fair play. That is when, in the last 10 minutes, they became aware of the advantage of a Senegal and decided to play, play extremely conservative football, passing the ball to each other, avoiding bookings, and not taking any serious attempts on goal. What do you propose should be another way of separating sides in an attempt to let teams progress on ability. Let's start with you, Herman. What would you rather propose? Ability. If we are going with ability, then obviously we can use um, long-range strikes. So depending on the goal you scored, right, and the range from which the goal was scored, that is my proposal. All right. So you now start bringing the statistics of how long the goals were where when they were hit that's interesting and um, Ennis what would you rather propose as a way to separate teams yeah for me I just see that apart from the normal goals and assists there are other underlying statistics that indicates performance like expected goals a number of tackles per match so basically I'm thinking if you take an overall look at all the teams and take uh, look at how they perform at each of these statistics. You can basically uh, come up with a cumulative score that you can use to pass teams on. All right. So you look at the cumulative score of the statistics the team is using. 
I, yeah. I go with you because in the end, maybe you want to look at teams that scored more from open play against those that just scored from penalties and things of that nature. Uh, yes, uh, I think I, I agree with both of you. Go with the statistics and let's not have fair play win. And interestingly enough, Japan are in a very tough group with Spain and Germany. How can results go their way in order for them to progress from this group, Ernest? Yeah, for, for me, I, I think that they can they can very easily go through if uh, Germany keeps on going on as they have. But in the Nations League, they finished third below. Although they did draw the group of death, they were in the same group as Italy, uh, England, and Hungary. But then Hungary finished above them and they finished third. And this Japan team looks like they are capable of doing the very same thing to them. So it's really possible for Japan to go through. Herman, do you agree that, agree that Germany um, might slip up and that would be the avenue for them to progress into the next round, perhaps with Spain? Right. I, 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 I side with uh, what um, NS just mentioned. If you look at the German team, though they have the quality, they have execution to a specific point, I think they are really lacking and they are not now able to kill games. We've all realized what happened to them in the Nations League. And I, I don't think two months before the World Cup, if your team is playing like that, you should expect any top results. So I think uh, Japan has a great chance because uh, Germany is not really on form. Germany is not really on form, you say. And as we zip through Group E, we'll now like to look at Germany. Just similar to the other short episode, we'll do another trivia here again. We're going to start with the normal quiz, where I'll give three clues, and you say my name is. But in this instance, we are actually going to be referring to a team. The answer is a team. Are we both ready, Ernest and Herman? Yeah. The way Ernest says, yeah, Ellie, I like it. I hope you guys <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we do. I hope so too. <laughs> Clue number one. I became the first African and Arab team to defeat a European nation at the FIFA World Cup. At this same World Cup, I was not able to qualify because of the disgrace of Gijon. My national team colors are green and white. Oh my. Ali, so I, I have a bit of an issue there. Okay. My issue is why are you combining Africa and uh, Asia? It's not Asia, it's Arab. Africa and Arab. Oh, Algeria. Exactly. Exactly. Algeria. <laughs> that, that, exactly. Well done. I thought the African and Arab and green and white is clearly Algeria because you have few teams in that category. Well, well done. The disgrace of Gijon actually was the name given to the 1982 FIFA World Cup played between Germany, West Germany and Austria, where they agreed to let um, West Germany win at the hands of Austria. And this, interestingly enough, kicked out Algeria. But then, talking about Germany, they have all the records. They have an impeccable record. I mean, and the record speaks for itself. They've won four World Cups, qualified for so many semi-finals, how do you 
do you foresee another semi-final or quarter-final finish for Germany? Let's start with you this time, Herman. Um, so I feel Germany's um, chances are quite... I don't want to, you know, because it's a tournament, I don't want to sort of shoot myself in the foot. Exactly, and Germany are a tournament team. Yeah, but risks are meant to be taken. I think from what we've seen over the past year, I think Germany are not ready because they keep on chopping and changing, chopping and changing, trying different variations of some formations when they actually know what works. Also, I don't know whether they've not handled their transition period well. I think that's also a point that we should note. But all in all, I think Germany should be able to make it to the uh, quarterfinal. All right. They should be able to make it to the group stage. It's quite simple. I mean, their pedigree should assist them do that. Enes, do you feel the same way? Would the pedigree of Germany propel them past the group stage? Okay, so I actually feel like they can they can definitely make it there, but the likelihood is like with cup competitions, just like we saw in Man City, when your team is the best when it's a league competition, usually the team with the best group of players wins in the end. But then when you have like knockout matches where you have to win on the day, you need players who can come through with goals on the day. And I think that's where Germany has an issue. Currently, it feels like their striker is Kai Havertz. I mean, they have people like Timo Werner as well, but all of them, the core of the team is currently plays for Bayern. And you see that most of them, it's like they either show up on the day or they don't. And in a cup competition or in a knockout match, you are going to get punished for it. So, yeah, they also went out in the round of season to uh, England in the US. So I'm, I'm actually wondering whether they can make it past, but then yeah, they can definitely make it to the quarterfinals. It just depends on whether they show up enough. Okay. And Herman, pushing this question to you, what contributes to the consistency of the German team? Because tournament after tournament, they are always doing well. What's their secret? And what do you think we can pick up, pick on and implement here in Ghana? Ernest, maybe you can come in here. Okay. So I, I feel like with uh, most of these countries that have the pedigree, Football is integrated uh, throughout the uh, school system. In terms of for Ghana, it's, it's a question of uh, investment and interest. Because I'm not, I'm not seeing. When I was young, I used to go out and play football a lot. Now, like it's not something I see a lot. Kids don't come out to do that so much. They are their phones or at home. So I guess. Some, uh, some efforts will have to be made to kind of get kids involved in the sport. I hear you. And like once you have that integrated at every single age, you have uh, people or like you are basically, you have you have a system that collects the best talents to play at every single stage. You basically have a sustainable system that will keep generating talent uh, over the years. I hear you. We should have a sustainable system that will keep generating talents over the years. Germany has done well with it. Our next team that we are going to profile, Costa Rica, has shown some credits to itself. Let us go and review Costa Rica. Welcome, everybody, again. We are now looking at the Costa Rica national football team. Just like always, we are going to begin with a trivia. Who am I? I am Colombian and have led a South American national football team to the round of 16 at the 2006 FIFA World Cup. 
this World Cup is going to be my third World Cup. I have coached Ecuador, Honduras. You say, no, it's not Jose Pekaman, so you're already out. I have coached Ecuador, Honduras, and Costa Rica. Who am I? So that means at this point, Herman, you are out because you already said Jose Pekaman, which is not. Honestly, I don't know, but I'll go with like the Costa Rica coach, Luis Fernando Suarez. Exactly. It is, it is him. That's oh, okay. the coach, Luis Fernando Suarez. Okay. He's had, um, at least I got <laughs> Yes, at least. Finally, you've got me one. He's, nat- he's actually managed in a lot of the Latin American countries, but for the football nations particularly, he's managed Ecuador, Honduras, and Costa Rica. To his credit, he led them to the round of 16 at the 2006 FIFA World Cup. This team have been dealt the toughest draw possible. They are in the same group with Spain, four-time champions Germany, and Asian powerhouse Japan. Therefore, they'll be looking to their team players to help them out. What can you say about some of the t- players from Costa Rica? Right. So, um, for me, I think the Costa Rican team has come of age. Um, every year, we see what happens to them. I think, there was, a, was it 2014 that they went to... The semi-final with, uh, sorry, quarter-final where they were playing with the Netherlands and they lost on penalty shootout. Was it them or it was Colombia? It was, it was Costa okay, Rica. Really. They, they went really far. They went really oh, yeah. far. The 2014 yeah, they went really far. Where they had uh, Brian Ruiz and I think uh, Joe Campbell and the others. Uh, for me, I think now this team, uh, they've been performing well. They've been doing well. Now, I think this is the time for them to now show up. They can't keep doing what they are doing. Uh, when I say what they are doing, of being uh, near men, actually. Uh, Brian Ruiz is still there. He's their captain. He has vast experience. Uh, we all know what he's capable of. We've seen what he's done over his career. And now he's reinvented himself as a number 10, where he's doing good work. So for me, I'm looking at Brian Ruiz. I'm also looking at um, Oscar Duarte, who is also 33 years. Actually, I'm looking at a lot of the older guys. So Brian Oviedo, uh, Oscar Duarte, Brian Ruiz, um, who else? I think in the Joel Campbell. We all know Joel Campbell. He came up as a young boy. He came to us now. He was old. I'm looking out for him too. He's 30 also now. So. These are the guys I'm looking at. I'm looking at Brian Ruiz, uh, Oscar Duarte, Joe Campbell, and then, like I did mention, um, Brian Oviedo. These are the guys I'm looking out for because I know how far they've played football too. They've came into the Premier League at the point. Uh, all of them have been in the Premier League before. And I believe that to play in the Premier League is also one of the highest pedigrees. So, yes, I'm looking out for these guys. Thank you. Well said. And Ernest, yourself, do you have any players in mind? Uh, I guess Herman has covered yeah, their key players. So I guess I'll, I'll come at it from a different angle. Uh, looking at their last 10 games, as a team, they've, lost, they've won three matches, lost six and then drawn once. I'm, I'm actually not really uh, inspired by their recent performances. And I feel somehow they are going to have to come together find a way to, if, if at least they aren't going to score a lot, 
they are going to come together. They are going to have to come together and defend really well in order to get three games. And we hope that for the sake of Costa Rica, they will reach their best ever performance where they got to the quarterfinals of the 2014 World Cup. Costa Rica and the final team in this group, we have one last team to profile. That is the Red Fury of Spain. Welcome. We are profiling Spain. And just like always, we begin with a trivia. And it's the same trivia of my name is. I won my first international, international cup with Spain at the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. I am a one-club man. I still play with the Spanish national team. Who am I? Sergio Busquets. Exactly. That means finally, oh, yeah. Herman has nine points. And <laughs> is it nine points? Yes, Herman has nine points. And then yeah. the Red Fury of Spain are only one of eight national teams to be crowned world champions. They're a fantastic team. And we just have to ask, is there any nation that can stop them? Uh, okay, in the group stages, I would say no. But then as they go ahead, uh, France, Argentina, and Brazil are going to be issues. All right. You say in the group stage, Costa Rica, Japan, they're going to be no match for it, for, the, for this, the Spain team. Herman, do you agree? I do agree because I've seen them play. I think as a unit, they are very cohesive. I believe that it's not a team that is built on the individuals. I think um, I've seen where you take Morata out, you bring another striker and the striker is scoring. Okay. You take you put in Iago as fast and they are scoring. So I believe that the group stage, uh, the teams, uh, Japan, Costa Rica, Germany can't stop Spain, but I think they're the latter stages, they will meet competition. Well done. Thank you all so much for profiling the Spanish national team. But before we end, we have to ask the question of how the group will finally end up. Who is going to be first? Who is going to be second and qualify? Who are going to be the sad teams to be third and last? Okay, so for me, I'd put uh, Costa Rica last, uh, and then I'd put Japan third, Germany second, and then Spain first. All right, you are going with the Spanish team to top the group. Herman, do you agree? Yeah. Um, I do not agree. I agree Spain will top the group. I just think there will be an upset of Germany going out. So the Japanese team, the Blue Samurai, Samurai will be second. Uh, the Diamond Shaft, which is the German team, will be third. And the Costa Ricans will be last in the group. Wow, that's a very big claim. I would have actually gone in a different scenario and said Germany would be first. And for second, Spain. I'll keep the status quo. I don't really see Costa Rica or Japan upsetting the odds and qualifying to the next stage. But that's just me. Uh, listeners, we'll see actually how it goes when November and December come round. And with that, oh yes, of course, we, we forgot to say, Herman was the winner of our trivia today, and sadly, Enes has to do a little bit more reading and research before it comes on to the next <laughs> show. Herman, Enes, I hope you, feel, you don't feel so <laughs> bad today. 
Oh, nah, deserves it. I'll be ready next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do more reading and research next time. Okay. So, thank you, listeners. Keep listening to us on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. We appreciate your feedback. Share your comments. As we close with the song, Better Together, we are out.